What's up, everybody? This is Marissa, and today I'm here with my husband, Daniel. How are you doing today? <laughs> Just stop making things so awkward, man. I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm asking, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you feeling? I am recovering from whatever stomach crap is <laughs> happening right now. Well, today we're um, going to be flip-flopping the the roles a little bit. I'm going to be interviewing Daniel. Yes. So we'll be talking a little bit about his side of the story today. Um, last week we talked a little bit about me. Um, so just give you guys a little bit of backstory on, on my husband and how he got started and, um, yeah, maybe we, we touch into the fights from last night, you know, it's, it's a podcast. It's our podcast. We do whatever the hell we want. Pretty much. Yeah. So like our lives. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think the obligatory thing before we get started is uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Marriage Rolls Pod. And, and our personal Instagrams as well. At Namaste underscore Rissa. And at Sleeved Poppy. S L V E E. D? V E D. Sleeved, like sleeve. Sorry, I am like out of it. I'm still recovering from the stomach bug, so yeah. So without further ado, <laughs> let's get this show on the road, you guys. All right. So, um, let's see. I just wanted to just to get us a little bit started, um, kind of, you know, what basically going to open with what you asked me last week, kind of what what got you started and what kind of got you like, um, kind of open your eyes starting your health journey. Well, I've been on my health journey for the last forever. Yeah, but <laughs> what what got you started like? What what really got me on the serious road? Yes, um, my cousin's death. Okay. Um, we've been. I mean, and you were there when I found out the news and how emotional that got to me. But um, yeah, my cousin Luisito, God rest in peace. You know, um, the rest in you know rain in peace. All these other hashtags you can think about. But I was super close to him. Talked to him. You know, at least once a week. Um, and uh, his death really kind of lit the explosion underneath my butt to get shit started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what'd you do from there? Like, I mean, I I know personally what you did from there, but like after that, you just well scheduled some doctor's appointments. Got in shape for a doctor's appointment. <laughs> You have to get in shape for the doctor's appointment <laughs> to get in shape for the rest of your life, basically. Um, but even then, you know, uh, went into Dr. Zach's office back in 2017, beginning of 2017. And uh, weighed on the scale at a uh, ridiculous 475 pounds. And she basically took looked at me in the face and said, you're in the 75th percentile in your body weight. Um she was like, you're going to die anytime soon. So with that said, um, 
obviously she diagnosed me with a slight depression, all those other things. I got put on Wellbutrin, um, but believe it or not, 475 wasn't even, you know, the, the, my peak. Yeah, because you said you started getting in shape before that doctor's appointment. That wasn't even my peak. I, I And then I went, then she referred me to the Nicholson Clinic. Uh, that's when we went into the the consultation mm-hmm. for the gastric surgery. And I gained weight between... You did? Yes. Oh, wow. Remember that I was, like, upset at myself for gaining weight because we were trying to lose weight? Yeah. Yeah, so I gained weight, and that... That the maybe it was a scale difference or whatever, but it was an eight pound difference and it was four hundred and eighty three pounds. Yeah, that I remember. Four hundred eighty three point six to be exact. And Doctor Long, shout out to Doctor Long, um, leveled with me, said that I needed to lose substantial amounts of weight before I qualified, but. Because I didn't have any comorbidities, that I would have a pretty good chance of getting approved, and that, barred any crazy testing, that he would do the surgery. Um, yeah, that, that was uh, the, I guess that was the catalyst. You know, obviously marrying you was a big deal, and and you know my family's always been on my ass about losing weight, but out of all things, Luisito's death really. Really kicked it off for me. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, me and Luisito's relationship was. I I remember meeting him when I was a kid, like back in Puerto Rico, and uh, losing touch because you know my family traveled a lot and we moved place to place, and we finally got back in touch, and it was just like nothing's changed. And um, he was going through some mental stuff, definitely. He he was a bigger guy. Um, he lost a bunch of weight, and um, he started got addicted to drinking, for what I was told. Um, was a kind of a hermit, you know, really did not go out. Yeah. And, you know, up north, I think in the Connecticut, you know, New York area, winters are rough. We stayed inside all the time. Yeah, so... You know. That's how you keep warm is drinking. Yeah, so they say. <laughs> um, and then, you know, one day my cousin Limari, uh, she she calls me and tells me Luisito died. And I guess I was the first person she told. For my understanding, outside of the parents, you know, his parents. Um, she was like, hey, uh, Luisito died. And I don't know if you remember, but I basically told her she's fucking lying. Like, no, I was just talking to him yesterday. He's fine. Like, he's okay. And, um, you know, in today's world, it's so easy to kind of jumble your days together and and forget how easily life passes by. I checked my phone record. It was four days since I last spoke to him. Yeah. And, and, um, Yeah think about it now it's you know I was never really close to my grandparents like I was close to my grandpa but he died when I was really young but outside of that you know wasn't really close to my family and I was really close to him and um that hurt 
And uh, <clears throat> at the time, we were the church we were attending. A big part of the church, a big, a, a very important person in the church just passed, and it was like I felt like I couldn't breathe because everybody else was grieving, and it's like y'all didn't know my person, so y'all don't know what I'm going through. And I personally didn't hate to sound insensitive. I didn't care about the person that that died. I mean, nice person. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same to me. People were were devastated and hurt and crying, and I'm over here dealing with my own bullshit. And yeah, I, 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 that sucked. That was you know, since I was a kid, that was like the first real encounter with with death. I mean, I've had friends die, you know, growing up. Um, but it's 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 different. This one hit completely different. Yeah, it's different when it's family for sure, or somebody that yeah. is close to you. Yeah. So after, I see. Let's switch switch gears a little bit. After um, the first appointment with Doctor Long, how did you start? Did you start eating right? Did you start working out? How did you start the process from there? Did you give you specific like things to do or like um, what what? What happened from there? Well, like most bariatric patients will tell you. I'm going to tell you almost the same story, but with a twist. Um, I couldn't walk from my car to my desk at work without my back hurting. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't go hiking. Yeah, I remember. We couldn't do any of that. Um, 500 pounds. Let's call it that. That's what it was. We were, we were knocking at the door. We're not there already. Um... My first goal on top of going to the dietitian and the nutritionist is them to log my food was to walk around the building as many times as I can. At work. <laughs> At work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and walk the dog. Walk the dog, yeah. <laughs> and um, I never understood the power of walking. Yeah. Walking five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, working your way up to a mile, then a mile and a half. And then three, and then four, and you you don't know the power that that gives you. The sun exposure, the 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 moving, the moving, the blood flow, the, everything. It's you're not supposed to be stagnant. Yeah. Your your body's not supposed to lay in bed. Your body's not supposed to to be like that. And as my body started remembering what it was to be active, it's like okay. I'm not seeing much weight lose, but I'm starting to feel better. Muscles are starting to come back. That's something that I've been really big on lately because I've been um, not uh, – I haven't been very consistent with my going to the gym, but I've been very big on, let's go for a walk. Just helps you feel better. Yeah, and um, yeah, then, you know, then all the testing came around and, and all the all – the, psychiatric evaluations and that was tough to deal with you sat in there with me on a couple of them how much I cried how much I had to deal with my own personal you know insecurities and and coming to terms that I am and I am in some ways and I have my am an addict in some ways and even though it's not you know illegal <laughs> or has you know 
legal consequence. It still um, has its consequences. It still does, you know. It's it's scary, you know. It's something that you never think you would be addicted to, but you are. You end up becoming addicted to food and mouth pleasure, and it's the biggest cop-out in the world. Yeah, it is. I think sometimes people, um, instead of being addicted to to drugs or to drinking, um, or if they're trying to get off of that, then they'll use food as a as a alternative. Yeah, and I definitely did. I did for a lot of years. I mean, you know, it's hard to believe, and unless you you roll with me, you, you would know that I definitely wrestled in high school. You would know that I boxed forever, you know, but gaining all that weight and forgetting mentally, you would never think that I that I was an athlete at one point, you know. And, uh, now that it's coming back, it's like, okay, yeah, my body started to remember. So there's that. Um. <laughs> So, I had a question for you, and then I forgot because I'm looking at your gorgeous face. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. Um, so now, it's been, how long has it been since you had your surgery? It's been a year and a half. Jeez. A year and a half. I feel like it's been, I feel like it's been longer than that sometimes, and sometimes I feel like it's only been. It was a year in October. Yeah. And then it's been six okay, months. Okay, it's been six months since October. Jeez. Okay. So, if you want to share with us, how much weight have you lost in a year and a half? 178 pounds. And how much today. better do you feel? I feel amazing. Outside of today, which I think my body's rejecting eggs. Oh, yeah. As of this week, right? Or as of, this as week? of like last night. Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> what are the challenges that you've, over, that you've had to overcome? Um, in the beginning was just the drastic difference in between being having the option to eat everything that I want. And and then all of a sudden it's like you physically can't. Like there's they, they tell you that, right? They they prep you for that. But that's just one thing you're just not ready for. Like you think you are. Yeah. But then all of a sudden they cut two thirds, maybe more, three fourths of your stomach out. Like, oh shit, I really can't eat that. I, I can barely drink water, especially the first week. Oh yeah, you had to sip it. I, I couldn't drink water. Then, you know, it was, well, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. The pain itself wasn't too bad. Like the day of the surgery, I was obviously. A horrible, you're a horrible, horrible I was, patient. I, I was horrible. <laughs> but the day after and like the week of after, it wasn't too bad. It was like I was sore, but I wasn't in crazy amounts of pain. Yeah. It was like I did a little bit too many apps. That's what it felt like. But the day of it was, you know, too many apps. with the gas pain, it, it, it was tough and I was just loopy from the medications and yeah. I'm, I'm not a good patient. I'm an asshole. Yeah, you're not a good patient. The day, I remember the day that, the, the hour that you came out from, oh, from post-op, you're horrible. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, that was just crazy. Yeah. Um, do you think that you could have lost this much weight or felt felt as good as you do now without the surgery? There's a part of me that says yes. There's also a part of me that says no. Why, or why not? Because now a year and a half later, I can eat just about everything. 
I mean, I can't eat as much as I used to. I used to be able to put down a whole pizza on my own. Right. Can barely get a slice in, you know, without feeling like I'm going to throw up. But I think it's because I've built these habits now that I forget how hard it was before. Like, like even when I have a sweet tooth now and I, and I do indulge, it's like I feel like crap. Like, I really do feel like crap. And it's not something to to take lightly it's it's, i mean six weeks before surgery i was on soft on liquids and pre-op diet you know and then the week of i was on clear liquids and the day before i fasted all the way through the day after surgery so i was in full-blown ketosis little did i know right yeah Um, before we even knew what it was yeah and um then six weeks later, you know, or after I was on liquids and soft foods for a long time. When I started trying regular foods, it was like a baby. Like I couldn't process anything. Yeah. Um, everything made You're me like, fit. ooh, eggs. Ooh, eggs and then throw up. And then, ooh, yogurt. Oop, throw that up too. Um, it was relearning everything. And it's been almost two years now since my last... Burger, pasta. Pasta, burger. Yeah. Um, the only thing we do have from time to time is a pizza. It's, it's pizza. A, it's a thin crust. But um, I haven't had pasta, burger, rice. Yeah, mashed potatoes. Oh, mashed potatoes every now and then. I mean, we've had it once since you've had your surgery. Yeah, once. We've right? had it once. But even then, it's like all those things that would be kind of like the staples to a plate. Mm-hmm. Especially as a Hispanic, the the rice and beans and the the bread in the morning with the coffee, yeah, pancakes and the donuts. Oh God, how I love the donuts! <laughs> it it's just been something I I can't deal with anymore. And what I've noticed is also how much muscle mass I have on my body because the inches continue to come off. They continue to fall off and. Clothes is, I don't even look like the same person. Yeah. You showed me a picture earlier and I was like, whoa. You know, and, um, but, you know, you look at like the height and the BMI and it's not where I want it to be for a year and a half out, but look at every other number. It's like I'm exceeding L everywhere else, right? Like a hundred, almost 200 pounds. And, and then your clothes fit you. And my clothes, and a lot of the stuff, I mean, none of my clothes fit me in the bad, in the good way where, you know, everything's too big and, um, it's crazy because I haven't been this weight since I played football in high school. It was crazy. Um, that was a, I was a little over lighter. 10 years ago. I was a little lighter when I wrestled. That was over 10 years ago. Yeah. It was 11 years ago. 11 years ago next month. 11 years ago in May, I graduated high school. And I was, at the time, 290 pounds. Wow. And that was what I considered a fit 290 pounds. I was running three, four miles a day. I, you know, wrestled. I played football. I was in weightlifting competitions. I was, it wasn't like I was never an athlete. Like I said, I was always an overeater. (laughs) Um, Just never burned enough calories to. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, I think this is my last question for you. What are your future goals? Well, the goal. Or the main goal. 
the main goal. Is, no, it might not be your final goal, but the main goal is to get to the healthiest version of myself. If that's hundred two hundred and fifty pounds, if that's two hundred pounds, if that if that's hundred and fifty pounds. Um, I want to be the healthiest version of myself so I can be the best husband I can be. Cause I think even you notice a difference in my attitude. Losing all this weight. Yeah. Um not that I was a bad person before, but I was definitely a lot more, a lot more short-tempered before. Or moodier. Definitely moodier. <laughs> um, I feel like a little bit. I mean, I was moodier, too. I mean, I'm still moodier. I'm still moody because I'm me, but. Yeah. But, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, this that was awkward and dead air. <laughs> that was an awkward silence inside your head. Awkward and dead air. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? I don't I know. What were you talking about? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. All right. Well, while we're here, you want to go over last night's fights? Yes. <laughs> so last night we had. Probably one of the best UFC cards all year. Yeah, it was a great best the main the main card was main card and yeah. Both fights on the main card were great. Um Okay, so our boy Alex Joban, uh Versace model. Freaking <laughs> beautiful man. It wasn't so beautiful after <laughs> after the fight though. Uh, no, he no He I, didn't look too bad. I mean it was a controversial Controversial to split decision. I think yeah. I think Grant did a lot to do good, but um I don't know. It was it was it was a weird fight. I thought it was super close. I think that fight should have gone to a draw. Mm. Do you remember who I'm talking about? Yeah, I remember because I remember his face because he was uh Yeah, we were arguing about if he was in the Versace model or not. Yes, I remember. Yeah, you remember? I can pull it up for you if you want. Let's see. Just to make sure. But I remember because he had the pretty hair. Sorry. Yeah, guys. Uh sorry for the for the bumping of the table. It was uh somebody likes to throw her legs up. Okay, here we go. Alright, so we got so the main card. First fight of the night was Turner versus Friovola. Uh, that was the f- that went to a unanimous decision to Frio Vola. Um, didn't see that fight because that was on the way to yeah. the event. Um, mm-hmm. So let's not do that. But we did, I guess, the official first fight of the main card was Oven St. Prue versus the uh, Croatian Kristloff. Um, we oh, didn't see that one either. Yeah, we did. We saw the end of it. No, we saw it from beginning to end. We saw it. It was good. Okay, maybe I wasn't paying attention to that one. It was good. Um, <laughs> Overseeing Peru got TKO'd or submitted. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Yes, I do remember that one. Okay. Submitted. Um, good fight, I thought. Um, I thought o- OSP was going to definitely take it out since he got the win over Chris Loft before. But this time around, he did very, very well. Um, 
and then uh, Alex Joban. Oh, I'm sorry, I got the <laughs> the the decision wrong. Alex Joban, our Versace model, didn't. Oh, he, he lost. Didn't win. That's why I'm like, I remember his face, but oh yeah, he was pissed off at it. That's why you were yeah. talking. You were roasting him because he was pissed off because he. You know, I thought he won that fight though. Even though they went to the other guy, I really did think he won that fight. I remember because he was like, "What?" Like his face was like that shouldn't have happened. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't like that fight wasn't gonna like take your blow your hair back. Mm-hmm. It was. It was good though. Yeah. Now the fight. I think the performance of the night. Khalil Roundtree versus Anders. Yeah, boy, Anders. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> How did? How good did Khalil Roundtree striking look? The, the um, more Thai guy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Think about I, like, it. I like how she likes to call herself a fan, but doesn't know a thing. No, I do, but I don't know all of their names. I have to remember by their faces. All right. So yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna hate to say it's the black guy. The black guy versus the less black guy. Yeah, there's a lot of black guys. <laughs> so Khalil Roundtree put in work. I remember. He was leg kicking the crap out of Anders. I thought he was in a TKO at one point, but tough Anders uh, came through with the win or with the uh, made it with made, the loss. <laughs> made it okay. Made he it made it through the fight. He, he went the distance. The that's the that's the phrase I'm looking for. He went the distance. It was good. I liked it. It was a, it was a fun fight to watch. Um, one sided, but fun. Um, All those then, leg kicks are the ones that helped him out, though. No, we got probably my favorite fighter at the very moment. Co-main event. One of the best fights of the Stylebender. year. Stylebender. Stylebender versus Mexicano. Gastelum. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to tell you guys. That was actually a really good fight. It was a, it was a great fight. But I've I'll never tell you seen, this. I've never Gastelum seen. deserved to lose for coming out to that damn freaking walkout song. Whatever. Stop being a hater. <laughs> Just saying. Look, as a Puerto Rican, if a Mexican <laughs> comes out to some freaking banda or some fucking mariachi, you're asking you're for You're married to a Mexican. I know. So stop but, being an asshole. But the Puerto you're Rican You're married is, to... Okay. <laughs> so if some Puerto Rican comes out to some salsa, then he deserves to get his ass, his ass whooped too. But since when just does saying, a Puerto Rican come out to some just salsa? Saying. Since when does a Puerto Rican come out to some salsa? Puerto Ricans always listen to salsa. Well, I listen to salsa. Exactly. You should. You deserve to get your ass whooped. But I don't End come out story, to salsa. story, I win. <laughs> All right. But um, honestly, that fight was very back and forth. I had it. Uh, first round mm-hmm. went to Gaslam. Second and third went to Israel. Uh, and fifth went to Israel. I thought that um, depending on how you scored the fight, Gaslam could have easily won that uh, decision if he would have took in the third round. But obviously, the third round went to Izzy. Because he did get the unanimous decision over Gaslam, and it's going to set up a fantastic fight later on this year against the Reaper Whitaker, which I am excited for that fight. Whitaker is a murderer. Do not, I wouldn't want to fight him, but Israel, I think, is up for the task. And then um, we went to, uh, I think, the other. Main other main event, event Holloway. The, uh, the other other main event, Holloway versus Dustin the Diamond. Well, was kind of, it was a great fight, but it was kind of disappointing at the same time. In the first 30 seconds, I was like, what what what's happening? <laughs> why why was it disappointing? Because it was like because I, I have only seen Holloway fight a couple of times, but the couple of times that I have seen him fight, I'm like, he's badass. And then I saw him fight this time and I'm like 
what, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> He's got his ass beat. He did get his ass beat. <laughs> but he... He had one good round. He had, yeah. Um, the third, I think it was the third round. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. And, and Dustin, much respect to Dustin. I've kept, like I told you guys that when we were watching the fight, I met Dustin years ago. I doubt he remembers me, but I met Dustin years ago. Back in 2008, when he was still rocking the the bald head, uh, mm-hmm. still training out of Louisiana, I met him back in 2008. That was a fun, fun time hanging out with him that time. Super scrappy dude. Um, it's it's interesting. Um, it was an interesting fight, and I'm gonna give you more of my breakdown here after the break. Uh, we're coming up to the first end of this first segment, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> See you guys in a minute. All right. Welcome back. Sorry about that. Uh, Anchor FM has this thing where it only records up to 30 minutes before we have to switch segments. So, And that's all we can do now. So, Yeah, it's for right now. <laughs> you know, We'll figure it out once we get better software. But uh, shout outs to Anchor FM for letting us host... Uh, our podcast on their site and them distributing it to everybody Everywhere. and they mother. So um, if you're just joining us or decided to skip the first segment of my boring ass story, um, <laughs> yeah, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram at Marriage Rolls Pod, and follow each of us individually on Instagram. I am at Sleeved Poppy and Mercy is at Namaste underscore Rista. All right. Um, quick plug. Uh, I will be recording uh, the second podcast I've been working on. Hashtag Cornelcast uh, with my boy Joe Atam, um soon. So he's in town. We're just getting ready to get together and do the deed. So back to breaking down the fight and then talking other stuff here on the Marriage Rules podcast. We're talking about the main event. Justin the Diamond Poirier versus Max Blessed Holloway. So is the best blessed or is he just the best at 145? <laughs> well, is he going to go back down? I, I don't know. We'll see. Man. But answer the question. Is the best blessed or is he just blessed at 145? I think maybe. Well, okay. Because. Obviously, I don't know all of the statistics when it comes to UFC. I just like watching the fights and watching everybody get their ass beat. Um, so violent. Is this the first time that he's ever fought at this weight before? Yes. Wow. I think they should let him do one more fight at this weight. And maybe maybe he had a bad fight. Maybe because it's the first time that he's ever done this, he's off and needs to get used to it. Um, and then if he gets his ass beat again, then maybe he should just come back down on 45. Damn. But he said himself. I can find a 205. <laughs> that was funny. I was like, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> we all know that he's a fighter. He's a fighter's fighter. Uh, shout out to Max Blessed Holloway because I still believe that the best is blessed. So you have to beat the best to be blessed. Yeah. And uh, guess who got blessed yesterday? And that was Dustin, the Diamond Poirier, Louisiana Zone. There was a lot hashtag of respect there. Miami Zone, Dustin Poirier. That dude put on a show. I've never seen Max Holloway get shut down the way he shut down Max, uh, Max Holloway. Um, Man, the first the, during the first round, every time that he that Holloway got hit, he was like surprised. He's like, "Man, what the hell!" Like, like, but there was a lot of respect 
that no, was no, like. for sure there was a lot of respect. Um, his boxing was on point. I thought that uh, his clinch work uh, wore down uh, the bigger guy, wore down the smaller guy. Uh, obviously, visibly, visibly bigger, not height wise. I think uh, Max Holloway was just a little bit taller, but. Dustin came in Build. obviously heavier, yeah, um, visibly heavier, um, better boxing. I thought, you know, I, I, I know that Max, Max's boxing and striking is on point, but when it came to those exchanges, I thought that in a lot of those exchanges, Dustin was winning those exchanges. Oh yeah, I mean, you can see it in his face. And not only hitting the scene in the face, but just visibly, you would see those punches land harder. That's what I'm saying. You could see it in his face, like yeah. when he was hitting him. The power was definitely yeah. The power behind his behind was his definitely punches. an issue. Um, I've never seen a guy with such great hair win such a good fight. <laughs> his hair was only good the first round, and then uh, he had the same haircut I did. I was yeah, but then after that, it was messed up. <laughs> it was it was, a good, it was a good fight. Um, if you guys don't know uh, about. Dustin Poirier, the dude's been around for a long time. Uh, I was saying in the last segment that I met him about 10 years ago. I was like 18, 19 years old. Uh, he came up to do help with a seminar at a, a Paul's gym out in American Top Team Orlando. Spoke to him briefly. Nice dude. Uh, at the time, I think he was fighting the WEC. He was a contender. Um he, everybody said that he's the next big thing, and you know what? It took them a little. It took a little while for people to to realize, but there's a reason he he's champ. Um, I don't know how he's gonna do against Khabib. I think that Khabib is just no offense, Dustin. I think Khabib's just a lot for anybody right now, and um, it's a bear. He's a bear. Wrestles bears. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's gonna be an interesting fight. I think that uh. If anybody can do it, Dustin definitely has the resolve to beat a Khabib. Um, I don't know if he can. I don't know if he will. But that's a different fight for the future. But I think the real conversation is what's going to happen with Max? What, what do you think he should do as as he coming off this loss? I mean, he was super gracious. Did you see his Twitter? Mm, I know. I saw his Instagram. The Shoots and Ladders post that he was talking about. On Twitter? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, that sometimes life is like shoes and ladders. Um, sometimes you have to take down the big slide so you can get on even an even bigger ladder. Hmm. So much respect to that guy. I think that his story is far from done. I think he has some business to take care of down at 45. Um, definitely going to come back up to 55 and probably work. probably put him work. Yeah, just put in more work. I think, I think yeah. I think that's what he that's what you should do. Yeah. So what's the plan for this week? Well, like I said I said earlier, I haven't ha- haven't really been doing well going to the gym lately. Um I always feel better when I go to the gym, so that's what I'm going to do um tomorrow and every day this week. <laughs> go to the gym. Even if I just go for a walk, just need to get going. What are you going to do this week? Get well, back. I'm back at jujitsu on Monday. Um, I took last week off to let my shoulders heal. Um, I got um, I got my uh, – I went to the th- therapist yesterday. Shout out to Natalie for hooking it up and uh, 
yeah, for fixing my shoulders up and helping get rid of some some soreness that I had. Um, we might have to try a different meal plan this week for you. Yeah, yeah, probably gonna have to probably go back. I don't know if keto's gonna do me any good this week. Yeah, the the, the high fat content, I think, this was fucking me up. Maybe right now. do some protein back, shakes. Back to basics, protein shakes and uh and liquids for the week. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, we'll figure it out. Um, but definitely back to the grind. Um, going with a fresh set, you know. Um, the competition for Jiu-Jitsu World League is still kind of up in the air for me. Um, I don't know if I should do it or not. But that's something for mm-hmm. you guys. Really, uh, leave us a message. Shoot us a DM on Facebook or Instagram. And let me know. Should I do the Jiu-Jitsu World League tournament? And if I do... <laughs> and if I do, should I? I don't know. Should you do it? Should I do it? Yeah, yeah I guess. Um, <laughs> so I have been one, one trying to debate in my head if I should um, train for a marathon. Because can we just start with a half marathon? Yeah, a half marathon or five k? No, yeah, not a whole marathon. <laughs> I'm not gonna do a whole marathon. I will. I would die. But gradually work my way up to one and. Um, because I used to love to run when I was in high school, and I, I don't run anymore. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you do it? I mean, what about jiu-jitsu? You've been talking about doing jiu-jitsu for a because while, too. Because my, my work schedule, I can never get there. Well, there's day classes. There's morning classes. Class starts at 6. This whole week, I work 9 to 6. Well, there's 6 a.m. class. <laughs> you want to go with me? Well, I physically can't because I have to be at work by 7. That's boring. It is. But you could be a killer. Go with Skyler in the morning and fucking learn to do shit. That's early. It is. It fucking sucks. I tried to. I'm telling you. <laughs> it sucks. Um, but yeah, that's the plan. To get back on the grind this week. Hopefully get over this bug that's in my stomach. And um, feel better. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we got to do it. Yeah. Let's so do it. What can they look forward to next week? Let's see. Next week. Uh, well, what does next week be? Easter. Next week is Easter already, right? I think so. Let's double track. Because <laughs> I think next weekend, we were supposed to be going to Austin next weekend. Usually when, when we go to Austin, we um, go for a little mini hike in um, Mount Bonnell. So that might be coming next week. You know, I might be seeing some some pictures from that. Um, that's still to be announced. Otherwise, you'll be seeing... Uh, next week is Easter, by the way. Okay, so maybe not. <laughs> Y'all might just be seeing some amazingly beautiful pictures from our Easter weekend with family. Um, and our anniversary. Oh, yeah. Three-year anniversary on the 23rd. Yep. Three years married. Dang. You tired of me yet? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Whatever. But I love you with all my heart, and I would not be with you if I didn't love you. So we're, oh. we're here. I don't know if she loves me, guys. Sometimes I wonder. I love you, too. Do you? Do you really? I love you. All right. So um, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, don't forget to leave a review on whatever. On all of the... Wherever you're hearing this today, just leave a review. Yeah, and uh, 
again, selfishly plugging all forms of Instagram, Facebook, and blah, 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 blah. Maradros Pod, if you do nothing else, Maradros Pod, and follow us on our personal pages if you want more insight on who we are. Thank you so much for listening. This is Maradros Pod. Bye.